Welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. What up, though? Episode 120? Or did we just do 120? Let me see. I think that I think that's one. Yeah, I think that's one. Yep, episode 120. We'll figure out a, a title for this before the end of the episode, I'm sure. Or oh, I find it playing back. Whatever. Got Stacy back in the motherfucking building. Hey! You know what I'm saying? Uh... Norm, I, I, I don't, I don't know, maybe, probably next week, uh, if Norm pops up on this episode, do not be alone, you feel me, he just popped up, and I know y'all, uh, y'all wanna hear, hear what happened to Norm this week, <laughs> cause I'm pretty sure Norm got a story for us, uh, Stacy, what's up, man? Not much, really, not at this time, uh, I, I'm still just waiting for Puerto Rico, that's just it. Alright, so, um, when you... on this concert, they just added Rick Ross and Fabulous to the lineup. Go ahead. So, when you, um, you booked one, a one-way and then another one-way, right? Yeah, because it was actually cheaper that way. Ah, that's smart. Because I was, uh, well, I guess we'll jump right into it. So, I don't know if you've been on, um, I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. I think I sent, I sent it to y'all, the, the Lovers and Friends Festival shit. Um. Yeah, you did. So, I'm looking at it. And I immediately sent it to Lauren. And um, we look up flights. Boy, are flights fucking expensive. Yeah, yes. LA. Yeah, man. And I don't want to pay for a bag, bro. Like, that shit is whack. Right. So, but, um, Delta doesn't charge. R- really? I don't believe it. When I flew Delta to San Francisco, they didn't charge me for the bag. Okay, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look that one up. I want to fly on JetBlue. Have you ever flew on JetBlue before? I love JetBlue. First of all, when I was going to Cuba, I flew JetBlue, and they gave me. They hooked me up on my birthday. Uh, they came through with a card and made a whole announcement about my birthday. We have a special passenger. <laughs> was, I felt. I felt special. <laughs> so did they give you like uh, drinks and shit, or like? No, I had to pay for my own. Aww, whack. At like seven o'clock in the morning, though. But <laughs> they gave me a little cute little wings and a birthday card. I'll take Aww, it. Oh, that's sweet. That's very yeah. sweet. I never flew on an, um, another airline besides the, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never. Um, I really wanted to do JetBlue. They got actual like real cable on their flight. Yeah. That is fucking insane. I think Delta does too. I want to experience first class. I know I flew AirTran one time. Um, They had first class, but I want, I guess I got to go on like, you know, those international flights that, you know, you have the section that's like, you can like full fledged sleep in. I want to experience that. I want to be rich. (laughs) <laughs> when I went to, uh, to San Fran, I was like, if this company's going to pay for my trip, I'm flying first class. And I damn sure made sure they paid for that shit. Oh, that's fire. Hell yes, I flew first class for free. It was so it was so funny because this white lady tried me. Oh, boy. You don't yeah, belong no, here, Cart. What happened? She hit you with the you don't belong here, Cart. She really tried to. So I'm standing in line and um, somebody comes and asks me a question real quick. I guess they were like lost at the airport, whatever. And I'm standing in a line. I'm just like, a, like slightly out because I'm answering a person's question. She's like, excuse me. No, bitch, excuse you. <laughs> I belong here. <laughs> now get behind me with the rest of the peasants. Oh. <laughs> Calm down, Sandy. This <laughs> ain't for right, you. Relax. <laughs> you don't want it's these gonna, problems. <laughs> it's going to change you, though, Corey. You're going to watch the people go in the back like, look at the poor. <laughs> look it's at the poor. <laughs> It's gonna, change you. it's gonna change you as a person. <laughs> Look at the boys. Get your little free snacks. Exactly, as I enjoy my salmon. <laughs> Chardonnay, get please. My free beverage. Exactly. No, exactly. You're not gonna, gonna wish me on the rocks. Thanks. <laughs> just make it two. <laughs> and uh, pick a peasant in a bag to treat them. Mm-hmm. No negative. <laughs> First class ticket. Fuck these niggas, young old. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh man. 
No flowers. No flowers. Uh. Um. Oh, sorry. Uh, something, something else. Uh, all right. So, boom. Lovers and friends, right? So, remember when we was talking? All right. So, just to fill the audience in on. All right. So, I sent it to uh Stacy and Norm, and we had like some questions here. <laughs> some questions. We seen some names on there. Yeah, it's kind of questionable. Yeah, like we seen uh, we seen Foxy Brown and Lil Kim. That was a flag. Then we seen Mason Cam. That's another flag. And Lauren Hill name was big as shit. <laughs> so what the fuck is going on? Then I see I see uh, Twister says no money hit his account. Really? Yeah, he said no deposit hit his account. And um then little Kim said it was fake. And oh, then come to find God. Yeah, then to come to find out she actually did get um she actually did um I guess it was like a, a confusion on it. Maybe they were in talks and they didn't actually clear anything with little Kim. Like she basically didn't get paid the money for the festival yet. So I think it was today or yesterday she came back and said, "Oh no, no nothing. Uh, everybody come to the show. Uh, I guess Snoop has something to do with it. Um, he's like uh, his name is like in little Mario. She throwing me off. Sorry, I'm getting text messages. I don't really want to hear about. Um, but uh, so um, so yeah, Snoop has something to do with it. But it the lineup is like." A 90s, late 2000, uh, early 2000, late 90s, like, dream. You got right. Nets, Drew Hill. I seen 112, which I don't know what carnation of, reincarnation of 112 we're going to get with that. Because I seen some pictures that it just slim and the other dude. I, 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 they missing two members. It was two members, like, it was on some Drew Hill shit. Like, not the original members, so I don't know what that's about. Nobody has time for that. Exactly. So they had, um, I think Summer Walker. I seen Meg The Stallion name on there. Okay, that was another thing. When Little Kim actually made the post saying, oh, everything's fine. Thank you, Uncle Snoop. We cleared everything up. When she reposted the flyer, Foxy Brown name was gone. So I don't know if that was a part of the stipulations of her doing the festival or not, but she sure enough was gone from that. Now I seen Mace Mace actually commented on it because Elliot Wilson had reposted it and Mace was like, uh um basically can you take my name off the flyer? I guess he also didn't get paid for it yet. So, um, that's very interesting. It, it sounds like a really dope festival. Um, before we go any further, obviously we have to talk about it. Uh, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Um, young Brooklyn rapper, uh, was murdered. years old. Yes. 20. Murdered in a um, home invasion out in Cali. Um, this is, this, it definitely caught me by surprise. 10 o'clock in the morning, getting a text message like, yo, Pop Smoke died? I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Google it, sure enough, bro. I I'm, I was lost for words, bro. And, and I, I immediately thought about him and Casanova ironing everything out and getting through whatever problems they had. But it's just so unfortunate, like a 20-year-old... Get, he just released his album. I think his album right. was peaking at like number four at the moment. Um, I think it just came out like last week. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so he was about to go on tour. Um, I think the tour started in D.C. Uh, March 8th. It was the first, first couple weeks in March it started. He was booked for festivals. It's just like, wow. Wow. Um, which leads me to social media, bruh. Like, there's uh, speculation that possibly the home invaders were tipped off by him showing a package that had the full address. The address on it. That's what I heard, too. Um, <sighs> social media, bruh. I think 
Social media is just out there to prove. It, you, you're just proving to everybody that you're making. And I think last episode, Norm said, uh, people don't post their losses on social media. Right. And it's just like a pissing contest. Honestly, it's like, I show you this, you, you show me that, you upstage. It's like, it's like the, you ever seen the meme or just seeing when black men greet each other and they like, oh, I see you. Oh, I ain't making no noise. You feel me? It's like like that with social media and shit. But it's always somebody out there watching what you do to try to make a come up off you. It's just it's just so unfortunate. A twenty year old didn't get to experience anything. Just rob him, like shit. Yeah. Why couldn't y'all just rob him? Like if mm-hmm. y'all looking to do, like you know, y'all didn't have to go that far. Just take what y'all needed. I don't know, but we don't know what happened. Yeah, well. yeah, we don't. They they were saying that it didn't. It looked like a setup. Like, um, they didn't take anything. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the last thing I read before we started recording. Is that the the robbers didn't take anything? Um, so it's it's like, damn, yo, he had a summer. He had a summer, bro. It shit would kind of remind me of stack bundles, bro. Like, just getting robbed of your dreams so young. Right. You know, I wasn't like a, a big fan of his music, but just to see somebody, anybody, you know how I am, anybody connected to, like, the Virginia camp, the Pusha T camp, which he was he was uh managed by Stephen Victor. Mm. Um, So, you know the connection with him and um, Pusha T. But it's just like... I, I was just lost for words. Like I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know what the It was just so many questions, but everything leads back to social media. Social media and you know, I've even been careful in recent years to not post certain things. Right. Because you never know. You never know who's envious of you. You know, but Recipe to pop smoke, man. Um, I seen that uh, it was a chameleonaire post. Um, he was doing an interview with Dame Dash, and he said that uh, MC Hammer is an investor in Twitter. Really? Yeah, and they um said that he has something to do with Square as well. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, my uh my CEO is the co-owner of Twitter. I'm sorry. My CEO is the co-owner of Twitter. She's the co-founder. Wow. He is half of Twitter and all of Square. Bruh. That's fucking crazy. First of all, we have this thing called Slack. It's kind of like our own personal, like, chat thing. uh So he has his own channel. Yeah, working from South Africa for the next six months. What? What? Yeah. Hold up, time out, time out, time out. For the next six months, he's just going to go live in another country? <laughs> like, yeah. on another continent? <laughs> yep. Yeah, just going to go here, going to go there. What the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? And I actually, I had a meeting, and I'm kind of upset because they actually did like a Q&A with him, but I had another meeting, so I wound up missing it. Damn. But. So he's a, he's a CEO that's like pretty much obtainable. Like, you can, you can get in contact. Oh, yeah, the company's not. It's not like it's not stuffy at all. Like they really don't worry about who's more important than who. Like we go drinking with our managers and shit like that. Like it's not it's not that kind of environment where they worry about who is more important than who. Mm-hmm. You just know what that person does and what they're responsible for, and that's just the most important part. What does that person do? Mm-hmm. They really don't give a shit about titles. Bro, that's crazy. So it's like a real open door policy. Pretty much. Man. That's incredible. I mean, think about it. It's a company that has a bar in every office. It's not in every department if you're in the headquarters. It's not that kind of culture. Wow. Bro, that's... What, are they based out of um Atlanta? No, they're based out of San Francisco. Oh, okay. And they just have multiple offices around the U.S.? The world. The world. Excuse me. Bro. Like, even my team. My team is... San Francisco, St. Louis, Atlanta, Dublin, Australia, Tokyo. What are the um, chances of you going to these other cities to work out of? It's not impossible. I'm just still too new. 
Um, but you can definitely go. It just depends on, you know, how good you get at what you get. They normally send you to different places for training and stuff. Mm. To train other people once you get to that point. Damn. That'd be tight. You just like, got, all right, guys, I got to go to Dublin for four weeks. Like, what? Right. All right, just to train somebody. That's a, that's a, that's a hell of a perk. Oh, man. Right. Um. So let's see. What else? Uh, I want to save that. I want to save that. So yeah, let's get into the um this week's playlist. Let's see what we got. Up first, we have Young Dro. Uh, I'm sorry, Young Dro, Ti, and Pharrell. The song is originally I heard it on. Pharrell's Gangsta Girls, but I see that it was on a Young Joe Gangsta Girls too. It's called Trap or Kill Yourself. Alright, so that was over Jeezy's Trapada. Um so uh <laughs> in my opinion, T.I. has become the real life young dro. <laughs> using oh, the <laughs> using the biggest and most descriptive words ever in interviews. <laughs> I fuck with T.I. though Dro has been a part of the late two thousand Atlanta movement. Whether people notice it or not, he's Quite the influence in Atlanta, and that isn't talked about as much. Why is that? I don't know because like Atlanta's really good at um at like promoting and bigging up their artists. Like you'll hear like the smallest artists on like the biggest radio station in Atlanta because they're just big on that. So like here, like he gets love. Like any like uh, like even on one music, you'll always see him there like on stage performing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't understand like why outside he doesn't get that much. Maybe it's because he isn't as out there. He doesn't do as much interviews. He doesn't promote as much. That's the only thing that I can think of. He doesn't put himself out there. He's a real street dude, mm-hmm. so he's not really for it. But that's the only thing that I can think because he doesn't really put himself out there. He throws out a hit, and then next thing you know, he's going back to doing what he was gonna do. Then he throws out a hit. Then he kind of just. Becomes a repost again. Mm-hmm. So, that's uh, my theory. What's your favorite uh, Young Dro feature? I don't have a feature. I just have a song. Okay, what's that? In the city. That's my shit. That oh. shit, I will tear. I will flip over a table. I will knock <laughs> some shit over. That shit, come on. That shit just goes so hard. Like, I don't know what it is. And then, like, especially, like, when he performed at One Music last year. Oh, oh my God. To it. Ooh, Way to it. That's the car ain't got no roof. Yep. Oh. I, I can imagine him. Does does he do that? And does he do that pause? Yep. Oh. We be in the city. Yeah. Oh, man. Have you ever um have you outside of like, you know, festivals and stuff, being in Atlanta, have you ever seen like any of those artists actually performing like the clubs? No, I never. But I really don't do, like, club performances and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's not really my scene. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Like, in my earlier 20s, like, I did. When I was living here, the first time I would go to the club and see people. What we talking about? I hate to date myself, but the days of, like, Jeezy. Like, I've seen Jeezy perform in a club. Oh, that ain't um, We ain't dating ourselves. Jeezy's still cool. Oh, yeah. Touche. <laughs> that, that was back in the 101 days. That's when I saw him in a club. Um, Jay Holiday. Don't say Ooh, shit. shit. <laughs> Holiday in a club. Um, us in the club with Jay Z and Beyonce. They came to Atlanta once. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I can think of. I'm pretty sure I saw more people back then, but that's all I can remember for now. That's pretty tight, man. Definitely want to get back down there. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we I we gotta make that happen, man. If I wasn't if I wasn't uh working in Florida, I would be I would be down there in March. Um but next up we have uh fifty cent featuring MOP and Young Buck, I whip your head boy remix. Cortex beef and broccoli. Somebody talk to homie, tell him I don't play ball. You fucking with them Saratoga hackers off of St. Mark. Shit, nigga mad cause he went AWOL. But first family is fifth lot familiar. All day, y'all, so go ahead and start a beat. You have to get pop with a hot one cause we ain't blazing hip hop and RB. I ain't a New York City hoe. You get pistol whipped, this fifth for your jewels. Then I'ma rock him in the next video. All right, so MOP to me sounds like the sounds <laughs> sounds like two things: the older cousin that does not give a fuck what the situation is; they ready to shoot shit up if you even mention any kind of beef to them, <laughs> um, and just just like the old head on the block that's like, oh, what? I'll be right back. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Brooklyn like, niggas are shooters. Honestly, and not even just that, but to me, like the two hardest neighborhoods in Brooklyn are East New York and and, and Brownsville. East like, New York. Yeah, smoking murder. Brooklyn. But, um, <laughs> those two neighborhoods. Yeah, you gotta be a little careful out there. Yes, sir. Yes, you do. Um, cause it, anything can happen. Cause you will get clapped. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, what do you think about this marriage of MOP and Junior together during this time period? Who benefited the most from this situation? Definitely not them, because ain't shit happened with it. Mm, Definitely mm. not MOP. That was like a even like the you know the Junior shit, the Rockefeller shit. I feel like yeah. I feel like they benefited more with the Rockefeller because they was on the you don't know and they had put it in the air, which was kind of like a low low well like. Underground hit, uh, mixtape hit, but um, I think Junior benefited the most out of this, only because right. I feel like this was around the time that you had the game situation, which they address on here. That's that's what they were talking about. Um, but you had the game situation, which was kind of like poking a hole in Junior in general, like how hard he was going in on them, and it was just the game. It wasn't really like he had a squad. It was just the game and it was just weird it was a it it seemed weird because it felt like they just left Rockefeller and nothing happened there then you go to G unit which is another popping label at that time and it's like all right this kind of makes sense would you have wanted them to go there earlier what do you mean like during like the dynasty days yeah or like no well not Rockefeller talking about with G unit like do you think do you think that MOP should have went to G Unit? Um, uh, I guess around the Young Buck album, that would be the last that last one, like the rowdy it's music. Of, it's kind of hard to say because you really don't. There's no more G Unit artists, so there, it's hard yeah. to say. You know whether it would have worked out for them too, because you don't see no Lloyd Banks album coming out. You don't yeah. see. Yeah, I think yeah. he's depressed, bro. I think he's really depressed. But Lloyd Banks? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a possibility. It's a damn shame because he's talented as shit. I used to love me a Lloyd Banks mixtape. Yeah, bro. It's just... I, man, that's one thing that I always said to people. Like, I don't think I would want to be famous. Like, <laughs> it, it just seemed like it comes with too fucking much, bro. Then to think of this time of day. I mean, this, this day and age, like... Accompanying that with social media and how people be flying off the handle talking all reckless and shit. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think I could do that shit, bro. Like, let me just be normal. And I, I it might have, and I think his father had passed at one point. And I think, he, I think 50 was talking about him actually being depressed. But I, it's just so unfortunate, bro. And then, you know, yeah. Young Buck, Young Buck. Yeah, we know about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was you about to his say, though? Rules. His dick is real, still stands. Yes, his dick is rules. <laughs> the rule still stands. 
first of all, Bahamians are the nicest people ever because I got like blackout drunk and I ain't spent a single dollar and I don't think any of my homegirls bought me any drinks either. <laughs> all they had to know was it was my birthday and the whole club was buying me drinks. I don't even remember the end of the night. <laughs> all I have is a bunch of drunk ass photos of us just dancing our asses off. But we had a good time. How long was you out there? Like a week. Wow. Did you did you get like homesick after a couple of days? Like did you wanna go home? See situations like that, I'm always like skeptical about like traveling more than like three, four days and shit. Did you get to that point? Hell no, I was having too much fun. <laughs> I was do every day. Hell no. Seeing mm. all that good food and just doing something different each day. Man, I gotta experience Bahamas one time. I have to. I don't know yeah. why I haven't gone. I haven't really utilized my passport the way I should, and I'm I'm disappointed in me. <laughs> Not too late, you ain't dead. Yes, yes, I got I got some time. Next up, we have again MOP New York salute. There we go. If they drop music today, would MOP music be considered drill music like it is in Brooklyn? I don't think so. I think it's still kind of like in that boom bap sort of category. Mm. I don't think it would be more like drill. Mm. What do you think about Brooklyn or New York in general doing drill music versus it originating in Chicago? Well, you mean like if it would have started in New York first? Yes. I don't, that's just not like, okay, I have a thing about that. Like, there's just certain sounds that just don't fit the culture of New York. Like, I don't like when, I don't think that would fit the culture of New York. Like, I don't even like when, like, I hear too many New York rappers have an album and there's too many, like, down south sort of beats mm-hmm. that annoys me. Because it's, it's not really what New York is to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just don't fit. I just don't think it would have, with that epidemic of New York sounding like the South, who do you think is to blame for that? Do you think it it would be like? What do you mean, like who's the the biggest culprit? Yeah, like the artist. I'm pretty sure there's somebody worse than him, but I know Red Cafe's last album was a little too southern for me. Damn, what album was that? Um, the Red Moon yeah. one. No, it was the one that came out in 2018. I was just listening to it today too. Hold on. Um, Let's Talk More Hustle. Oh, and that had a shitload of features on it, didn't it? Yeah, it did. What, what the fuck is... Why hasn't Red, Red Cafe reached this... I don't like, know, because he is talented as fuck. I love... I like. I didn't like the production too much on the thing, but I can still listen to him talk. Yeah, he talked that shit, bro. I remember yeah. uh, my one of my first... Favorite songs from Red Cafe was the virus. Something gangster. This is the virus. He's coming. I hop, pop, I flip cakes. I think the first time I heard that shit was like on a DJ Envy or a K Slay mixtape. Like probably an Envy. Yeah, it just. And I think he just got swallowed up with the whole Fifty Cent era. Cause all those guys were big on the mixtapes. Him. Uh. They do shells, uh, J Hood, um, stack bundles, and when Fifty came in and really showed niggas how to actually put a mixtape into an album form, it was a rap. Mm-hmm. And they just they just couldn't really recover. Like I know Red Cafe is always out in Dubai though. Like they say that nigga like hove out in Dubai. Damn. Yeah, I always hear that shit, but he always out there. I fuck with Ray Cafe, dog. Extremely talented rapper, man. Um, right. 
Let's see. Next up, we have Faith Evans, Faithful Interlude. Remember that that sample? It was also Common did it too. Yes. God damn, I love that song, man. Oh my god, man. That was like one of my favorite songs on that album. That was a really, really, a, really yeah. good album. Still can listen to it straight through. Oh my god. Testify was on that, right? Yep. Kanye did such an amazing job with that goddamn production on that album. Um Let's see. Uh, Bilal killed that song too. What's that? Oh. Yeah, he he does like the ad libs on. Is him and John Legend? Get the fuck out! Yep. I did not realize that all these years. Yeah, if you go back and listen to it, that that strong. Uh, um, how how can I describe his voice? That strong. Uh, like a, I don't know, scratchy voice. That's Bilal. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I love Faith Evans, soulful, <laughs> soulful gospel influence. I'm sorry. I was thinking about her on Drink Champs. Uh, <laughs> um, but like I said, I love Faith Evans, soulful gospel influence voice. Do you think her marriage to the late, great, notorious B.I.G. overshadows her beautiful voice and music? No, I don't think so. Cause she still has a really strong following. People still go see her perform. Mm -hmm. If that was the case, when he passed away, her career would have went down the drain with him. Mm -hmm. Got a point there. You got a point there. How'd you like this Faithful album? Oh, that was the first one. That one is a classic. No, no, no. This like... Oh, this isn't the first one? No, no you know what? Um, I think the Burning Up was on here. Burning Up. Oh, damn. That's you like Get Snow Love. Late 90s. Yeah. But I didn't listen to this album like that. Hmm. So what do you think about her adjusting to fame after his death? Um, I don't know if there was necessarily an adjustment. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't necessarily think that there was like an, an adjustment that we saw mm -hmm. as far as her career after him. Like she continued to make music. She continued to make hits. Yeah, because I, I think... Ooh, I want to say about three hits came off of this album. Uh, really two. Because she did You Gets No Love. I think Moon was on that. Um, Burn It Up. The Burn It Up remix. And Alone in This World, she sampled Who Shot Ya. And he had Hope on the remix. That was like one of my favorite, favorite joints. Favorite joints. Um, next up we got West Side Gun, Lord Flea, uh, and Benny the Butcher. Niggas in Puerto Rico. There you go. Um, when you hear, wait, 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 did you go to the concert? I didn't want to not going. Oh, yeah, man, let me tell you, right, I was, I was about to go get my ticket from, for the Baltimore show, and the ticket's gone, they only got the meet and greets, so I'm like, Kinda, I'm, a, I'm going to Minnesota next Saturday, and they're gonna be out there. So I'm like, kinda wanna go. I kinda, Why? What reason do you have not to go if you're there? Uh, none. <laughs> yeah, none. They have it. None. Yeah, so I, I might uh, see how far that is for my, uh, for my hotel. See if I can make it. 
Um, I gotta talk to Norm to see if he's going to be if he's going to the show. I could at least give him bread so he can get me some merch. Um, you know how much I enjoy that merch. Um, when you hear songs, when you hear songs with two beats on one record, do you ever wish that they flip flop? Like in this in this case, have Westside on the beat that Flea and Benny was on, and have them on the beat that Westside was on. Even something like Travis Scott Sycamore. Would you ever prefer the artist to switch the beats that they rap on? I never had that thought, so I don't think I would. Uh, yeah, it, I've never listened to that song and said I wish they switched. I've never actually had that thought. Mm. So, uh, yeah, this shit came to mind when um when I heard the Drake and uh Drake and Future song, and I felt like Drake would have sound better on the beat that Future was rapping on. So I, I mean, let's let's be real. Drake just kind of sounds better than Future, anyways. Just in general. Okay. Yes. 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 Uh, my man, my man, look like he's calming down his toxicity. Um, look like oh, uh, Lori's <laughs> Lori's toxicity hey, is uh over overcoming the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he met his match. Right. <laughs> man, shout out to Future. Uh, you know, just. Keep on pushing, King. <laughs> just, just don't keep pushing into any more uteruses. Yeah, man. Stop spreading your no seed, bro. Just because yeah. you can afford them don't mean you need a gang of them. God damn. <laughs> Shit, I could, I could afford that. It's just a baby. It's <laughs> just a baby. It's <laughs> like Wayne. It's like little Wayne. Ah. You got children scattered all over the place. I wish he just grow bald. Just, just yeah, them little, little hanging on for dear life. That's because the nigga was dying them shits like every, every, every year. Like, it just look bad, bro. Like, yeah, he does. He looks sick. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he's like battling something because just looking at his face, like a side by side from when he was eighteen to now. Which side by I've had Little Wayne at about forty for like the last four or five years, and I don't think he's forty uh-huh. yet. Nope, he's still in his late 30s. Which is insane. He looks horrible, though, to be that... I think he's, like, 37. Like, to be at that 37 mark and look the way he does, it's, it's concerning and alarming. <laughs> but um, next up, we have Beanie Siegel, Don't Stop. Featuring Snoop. And you don't stop, stop. I said I'm sicker than your average. Keep three shooters like the Maverick. Short to the point like Nash's. Fucking with a savage. Niggas press they luck, you pluck like ashes. Uh. Oh, how do you feel about this collaboration? Having Beanie Seagull and Snoop on the same song? I actually like that song. Mm, it's so catchy. Yeah, it's very catchy. I like it. It's, it's, it's kind of like up there with like Chains Clothes. I don't know. It it's just one of the things that you just kind of feel like you would lay back to. Like you ain't got to be a, a, a gangster to that one. Does that fit Beanie Seagull though? I mean, the song is a good song, so he finessed it. He definitely <laughs> he finessed it. Um, he did. Uh, which album from Beanie Siegel would you like to see him perform in its entirety? Hmm, that's a good question. Let me check out the catalog. Hold he's on, actually here tonight. He's performing? In, yeah, he's in Baltimore tonight. It's for one of the uh, one of the radio guys' birthday. Is him? This is about to be wild as shit. It's him. Little Mo, Pastor Troy, and Little Flip. What? That's such an odd name. Bruh, I heard this shit on the radio today on my way home from work. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yes. I got my album, The Reason. Thank you. Thank you. The Reason is, in my opinion, The Reason is his best album. Right. That, That shit, I could listen to that shit front and back. Uh, Tales of a Hustler. I I know that song front to back. Uh, Get Down. Um, your bitches. Oh my god. Um, I'm still mad that you can't listen to Still Got Love on social media. I mean, on streaming platforms. So I mean that that was dope. That had it was him, Rel. 
Him, Rel, and Hove. Um, that's we talked about Rel last. I think last episode. What did I talk about Rel last episode? Oh shit, maybe it's in my my um notes for something else. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think I think the reason would probably be the best album to do. And honestly, I don't think he performs anything off the other albums. When I was in Philly, I don't think he did the truth. I know he did Mac, bitch. Yeah, uh, I don't. Oh, uh, he do fill in the air, but I don't think he okay. does anything from from the truth. But did that even a did that even like like stand the test of time through all these years? What the truth? Yeah. I'm looking through the playlist. I'm Lucky. looking through the track listing now, and you gotta, not really. You gotta be a real like hip hop head. It, yeah, the reason and, and the becoming mm-hmm. would be the one, because that would be a, a really close follow up for me, because it was gonna be between the becoming and the reason. Mm-hmm. But, um, did he come out with the solution album? I'm drawing a blank on that. I'm not seeing it. Yeah, so I I know um when he did the uh the DJ Khaled oh, yeah. song, huh? Oh no, no, it's here. Oh, that's the one. You know what? That's the one with R. Kelly on it. That's that yeah, one. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was nothing else on that album. I don't think it was anything else because when he came out with that R. Kelly song, the Rick Ross came out with the the speeding song with R. Kelly, and they sound the same. It was just it was just bad timing for Siegel for for that particular song, and the song can never be played again. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> next up we have uh, problem light work. Tyron um, Turner is on this too. Decisions made with feelings don't end well. Your real ain't familiar. I don't remember you. Smelling like G Von G and Gorilla Glue. Bossed up, hide homies, did what real niggas do. <laughs> It ain't hard to stay motivated. Sweat every win comes another goal. Buy a new being, save another soul. Put up swerving, they like, damn it, motherfucker, call. Put up swerving, they like, damn it, motherfucker, call. Damn. He didn't think we'd come back like this. Last. That's how I go down in the lane. Um, if you could have any actor narrate your life, who would you pick? Ooh, good question. Who could narrate my life? I want somebody ultra lit. Like I want somebody <laughs> like super energetic. All my shit, all my shit to come off like an action film. That would that'd be uh, so fire. Right. I got two Except, people, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Damn, <laughs> who would make my life sound like that? Travis Scott would make my life lit. I ain't gonna lie, literally. Bro, that'd be yeah. fire. That'd be so fire. And he'll have auto tune. <laughs> yes. You know who I would pick? I would pick mm. T Pain or Red Man. Oh, Red Man. I go with Red Man. Cause see, that nigga's hilarious. <laughs> Have you seen his last video? Yes. He's slapping the shit slapping out. The <laughs> and telling them beforehand. Oh man, I would definitely pick Red Man, and he would probably every every couple minutes he'd probably say with your stanking ass. Right. <laughs> Yo, that'd be so fire to get Red Man to narrate my life. If I ever like put out like a real album, I would for sure have him like on the intro, the outro, and the interlude. I gotta talk to Noel because. <laughs> That would be dope if you could get like Red Man to do like an interlude for him. That'd be so that fun. Would be. <laughs> Let's see what we what we at now. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go there. Let's go with uh, Mace throwback off of the Ten Years of Hate mixtape that he had when he was actually signed to G Unit. Shortly. Hey, come this same cat, so those dogs be sure to say. Now my money's straight, we frontin' in every state. Cherry 8, tinted out, temporary place. Good valet, now what the hell they can tell me? Bounce through LA, blue red, red Pele. Yeah. Sing here to DC, I want PC. Look, I 
You got to believe me, I'm hot like a beef from Stevie They know man, not even in YPD um, On Cigar Talk, 50 Cent said that Mace has something to do with Fabio Foreign's publishing um, When I was doing my notes, I couldn't find anything Then the next couple days, stuff has came out So... Upon my research, Mace is signed to something called Westside Entertainment. Westside Entertainment used to be Full Real Records, which is the label home to Nelly, which was ran by Kuda Love. Kuda Love is the manager of Mace, or at least back in the 90s he was Mace, and I believe, he, no, he discovered Mace, and he at some point he managed Biggie, like a tour manager or something like that. Um, When I initially found... All this shit out doing my research. Mace didn't say anything. Now the host of the Cigar Talk. I can't think of his name. But he said Mace reached out to him. And basically told him he had nothing to do with Fabio's publishing. And presented some type of paperwork showing that he didn't have anything to do with his publishing. Um, I guess it was a situation that was like. We hear something like that. We're like damn Mace you out here preaching about what Puffy doing. Or not doing. For you and your publishing. But you're doing that to other artists. Um, what do you feel about Mace as, I don't even know, a human <laughs> or just an artist? I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on Mace? I feel like he's a confused individual, as most humans tend to be. Like, you went from being a pastor, you had a whole flock, then went back to G-Unit, then now I don't even know what he's doing like with himself like that. I just feel like he's kind of just all over the place. Do you think that, um, like what you just said about that, don't box a creative end, do you think that applies to him? I feel like it's kind of weird when you start to add religion to <laughs> it. Like, no, like, Yeah, like, I mean, you can, you can do plenty of things as far as creativity in a lane. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just kind of felt like he just switches lanes and it, it doesn't work out in his favor. Yeah, I think it backfires because it always go back to my nigga, you called rap the devil and went to go preach the word of God and came back and to the devil's work. And came back on some gangster shit. <laughs> like, you came back on some gangster shit. You didn't even try to do, like, mm. no emo rap. You came back on some full-fledged gangster shit. And that and that Gina mixtape is, like, one of my favorite mixtapes ever. Like, that nigga was... That nigga spitting. <laughs> you know? But I just You did the welcome back shit We knew that shit wasn't gonna work out And that's not what we wanted to hear (laughs) That wasn't what we wanted to hear from you At all But Mm -hmm. I don't know Then Pimp C got on the radio And you know Pimp C said some stuff (laughs) Y'all out there in Atlanta Y'all we know who got caught in that Range Rover with them boys (laughs) (laughs) I seen a post today and said Y'all complain about Boosie But I know y'all be tripping if Pimp C was alive You motherfuckers right He was saying the wildest shit With no Not even like a fuck in sight Shout out to Pimp bro Shout out to Pimp C Like I could only imagine What 2020 would be like with Pimp C Oh my god Oh my god, bro. Shout out to Pip, man. Rest in peace, man. Uh, last song of the night, we got, we're going to end it off on a soft note. We have Lloyd, Player's Prayer, off the Street Love album. Oh, so I'm going to ask it. Has anybody gone full R&B on you trying to win your love back? 
comes into play <laughs> tell me tell me tell me you want me to leave tell me you want me to leave tell me in my face <laughs> like, nigga, what? I, I didn't even say shit I didn't even know what to say like <laughs> he put that gun in that nigga's face and was like if Whoa. you don't back the fuck off I was like oh <laughs> yikes yeah uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> Well, I thought we was ending this on a soft note. Oh man, that is that is the that's 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 the norm uh the norm roll call for this year. I mean for this uh episode. <laughs> wow. Uh besides that, anything minor you like, you know, like <laughs> jumping in the bushes or something? <laughs> like anything like that? <laughs> or crying? Oh yeah, crying. I've had that happen. Oh yeah, that ain't shit. <laughs> I've, had a, I've, I've even had. A, I'm gonna kill myself. Nigga, no, you're not. <laughs> Nigga, shut up. Why? You're not gonna kill yourself. Is, oh, I'm, just, or I've had. A, I'm gonna go to therapy. I'm gonna go to counseling. I'm gonna change. What? No, you're not. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck just happened? Oh man, I think the. I feel like the title is gonna come out of that little part right there. <laughs> Oh, 
title. Throw your panties at my boy Stacy voice. <laughs> oh man, shout out to 420 wrap up. Shout out to the guys at the Coach Class Podcast. Um who else, man? Shout out to everybody. Shout out to uh Pre pre it's predestined the podcast. Shout out to uh, Lauren Shit Vegans Eat. Um who else? Yeah, that's it, man. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it, man. God bless. God speed. Stacy, thank you so much for coming back on the episode. <laughs> giving us our our known quotable, our known quotable for the week. Uh, you know how you end this, Baltimore County, forever. <laughs>